1: And welcome again to Cottage Talk. This is Cottage Talk full-time, our initial reaction show to Fulham's 1-0 victory as Fulham hold on to beat Middlesbrough at the Riverside. Very interesting match, and I'm going to talk about it in just a bit. I'm by myself. I'm the host, Russ Goldman. If you are watching live, feel free to share who was your man of the match. I definitely want to know everyone's thoughts on man of the match. Definitely want to get your thoughts on that. Please feel free to comment. Also, please do subscribe to the Cottage Talk YouTube channel. We're trying to build this up. Next season, we're going to be doing many more shows. My schedule has limited to what we have done this season. I apologize for that, but I'm here now. I'm here by myself, and I'm going to be talking about 15 to 20 minutes about Fulham's huge victory on the road and puts them just a little closer to automatic promotion and dare I say, potentially living the dream as winning the title. So again, I'm actually doing this live and the Bournemouth match is still going on, but Bournemouth are currently losing 2-0. So that will help full and that would open up the gap with Bournemouth to 11 points with a game in hand, but still that would open up a significant gap. Okay. Well, listen, this was a huge victory for Fulham, huge victory, but they do hold on. We'll talk about that. I'll mention I'll talk about that, how this match ended, which was very nervy, but you got to give full credit to Fulham here because this is a match that champions win, not just teams that get promoted. Champions win a match like this. They find a way to win. And again, it's that man, Mitro, he scores the goal, but it's more than that. It's being able to, when things aren't really going your way, to just find that goal. And they did. And they held on in the end. Well, yeah, Yes, they did, but it doesn't matter. They got all three points. It's not an accident. They deserve to win the match. I don't care what anyone says. Middlesbrough were tough at the end. The announcers said, well, maybe they deserve something from it. If you want to make that argument, fine. But they didn't get the goal. Fulham did. They had their chances. Fulham took advantage of their Golden chance, and that was from Mitro. Okay. So let's start here. Let's talk about the starting 11. And I'm going to keep making this argument. I don't, do not know why Niskan's Cabana was not starting. That was my little beef with the starting 11. I think I still understand the situation with uh, Joe Bryan starting and Anthony Robinson coming back from international duty. So I'm fine with that. And Anthony Robinson came on in the second half. So I'm okay with the starting eleven. I, I was a little nervous because again we we learned that Nico Williams was not going to uh, be at the match for personal reasons, and uh, I I wish Nico all the best him and his family. It sounds like there was a death in the family based on what I've been reading, and Nico, uh, I just uh, thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. I just want to mention that, and it also sounds like Tom Kearney came up with an injury. Hopefully, it's not. Too bad. So, uh, again, that's why he didn't play. But I was not too upset about the starting 11s. That's where I thought I would start. So let's just talk about the first half. And, um, listen, both teams had, I guess you could say, a couple of chances. It was a very tight first half. And I'm not going to lie. I've been critical of Tim Ream. I've been critical of Tim Ream because I, I think eventually when we do get back to the Premier League, and that's looking very likely that Tim Ream is not good enough for the Premier League. But you can make the argument that he's been not Fulham's best player, but one of Fulham's best players this season, and he continues to do it. And Tim Ream, he saved Fulham in the first half. You know, again, that was a wonderful opportunity for Middlesbrough, and Tim Ream really saved Fulham. And Fulham had an opportunity as well, but again, Tim Ream continues to step up and be huge for fall. That, that's all I can say. He keeps proving me wrong. I didn't think that you know we should be going with him this season. I wasn't sure if he was still going to be good enough for the uh, championship. But Russ Goldman, wrong again. One thing I want to mention is his decision-making is fantastic. His effort is unbelievable. He is all in. The headers and the decisions that he makes, the passes that he makes, Tim Ream deserves all the credit in the world, Absolutely. And uh, dare I say, maybe he should be man of the match. We'll talk about that a little bit when we talk about man of the match. But if I'm looking at the first half, I think it's fair to say it was pretty even first half. I don't know what everyone is thinking. But again, I definitely want your comments. But let's see. I, I want to share this from Giannis. Giannis said he liked the starting 11 because we expected a war and we got one. Giannis, you were right. It certainly was that. And I thought the starting 11 was uh, good enough. It was good enough and it worked. And, of course, I have to share this from Giannis. Giannis, you can never let this go. Man of the match, Floyd Aite. We'll go with that every single time with Giannis. Giannis has this thing with Floyd Aite. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So let's not transition. Let's talk about the second half. And, again, uh, I thought Burrow came out strong, but then Fulham had this wonderful opportunity in the 52nd minute. And this is set up by Kenny Tete and Bobby Deca Dover-Reed. I thought Fulham were really going to uh, regret this opportunity in the 52nd minute. Just misses. But as we find out later on in the match, Burrow had opportunities where probably pretty close as the one with uh, Bobby Deca Dover-Reed. And I thought this was going to be very difficult for Fulham because I thought it was going to be one goal. Well, the goal came a little bit later, and it was from that man, Mitro. And he gets the match winner. But what's great about this, and this is big picture, Fulham's set pieces, the corners, everything with the set pieces have been phenomenal this season. Obviously, Marco Silva has done a tremendous job with their set plays, their set pieces, everything to do with it. And this was a wonderful ball from Harry Wilson, set up beautifully for Mitro, but the whole team was involved in this. They really set Mitro up and he put it in the back of the net and Fulham again, go ahead. And he ends up getting the match winner, but it had more to do with just Mitro. Like I said, Harry Wilson, and I'll also give the whole team credit, and of course, Marco Silva. We continue to see inventive set pieces, and they're obviously really working hard on it. So, But Mitro gets the match winner, and uh who else is it going to be than Alexander Mitrovich? Before we talk about the end of the match, I want to get the thoughts of everyone on the subs. I, I actually like the subs. I know people have their issues with Josh Anima, but... I don't know if Chalba was really at it today, so I had no issue with that. And I wanted Niskins Cabano to come on. And then, of course, you get the third sub later on when you take off Joe Brown. I thought this was a really good move by Marco Silva for bringing on Anthony Robinson. Yes, I've been critical of Anthony Robinson, but to have his legs late on in the match, I thought was vital. And Anthony Robinson, I thought, did a decent job when he came on. And I thought they needed him because... Again, when the pressure was really coming at full at the end of the match, I, I thought it was a good tactical move by Marco Silva to bring on Anthony Robinson. And like I said, I thought he did his job well. The other thing I want to mention is uh, we have to mention Marek Rodak. I, I thought Marek Rodak stepped up big, made some key saves in this match and really helped full him out. And, you know, there's the argument for next season, and we'll, we'll get to that. Because I point on doing a show who should stay and who should go. And I think Marek Rodak obviously should stay. But the question is, will he be the number one goalkeeper next season? I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is with that yet. But he's making his case for being that when he steps up and does his job, especially in this match. You know, I want to give huge credit to Marek Rodak. All right. Now we are got to talk about the end of the match, and I thought Fulham did as good a job as you could defensively, but Middlesbrough were really piling up the pressure, and they had some misses, guys. If we were looking at this from their perspective, they should have scored at least on one of them, but they missed. Thankfully for Fulham, they did miss, but it really was a nervy ending to this match because of those uh, chances by Middlesbrough, especially at the end of the match. But in the end, Fulham, I thought, did enough to win this match. I don't care what the Middlesbrough supporters say. I'm sure Chris Wilder will have his say on this as well. When you go away to a team that has won that many matches in a row at home, and you find a way to win, this is why you're going to end up being champions, because champions do this. So, Big credit to Fulham. Big, huge credit to Fulham. All right. As I always do with our shows that are full-time, these are a quick show, so I'm probably going to go about an additional five minutes, and I'm basically going to ask everyone, who was your man of the match? So to end the show, coming up next, we're going to talk about man of the match. Okay, everyone. So I want to get everyone's thoughts on man of the match. Who was your man of the match? Let's see. Let's start with Chris Goodwin. He says, man of the match, Magic Metro, 38th goal of the season. Okay. Let's see see what Steve Ronald says. Rodak was poor in the second half twice, should have caught the ball rather than punch back to opposition. Metro gave him a bollocking on two occasions. Okay. Let's see. Keep the comments coming, everyone. Dan Mason, yep, grinded it out. The result's superb. Dave Cronin says, man of the match, Mitro or Reem." I agree with that. My buddy Steve Ligid goes with Ream. Let's see what Marcus had to say. If you're watching live, share your man of the match. He goes with, let's see, he goes with Tim Reem. Okay, wow, we got a lot of them piling in. Please keep them coming in. Let's see, Stefan says man of the match. I still think Ream who gives us stability. Stefan, that's actually a great point. That goes to his decisiveness, his decision-making. He gives us stability. I totally agree with that. Let's see. We've got a lot with Reem. Joe James says Reem. Let's see what my friend Wayne has to say. Rodak is an outstanding goalkeeper. He played very well in goal. Let's see. Steve Turner? Let's see. Reem or Reem? I love that. St. Emma chimes in. Reem see what else we got. Reem. We'll just keep them coming. see Steve Reynolds. Reem or Mitro for Steve Reynolds. Mitro for overall work on getting back and helping out. Neil Simpson says, man of the match, Mitro or Harry Wilson. A good shout-out for Harry Wilson. I thought he worked hard in this match. Daniel Conrad says, Reem. See, my buddy Steve Williams. Very funny there, Steve. Jello, close second. Giannis. Good shout out there. Let's go to Giannis here. Team. I got that, but then he goes right back and says, (laughs) Reem. Man, a lot of Tim Reem love there, and listen, I totally understand that, and I agree with it. I'm going to share some more comments. We have so many comments. I'm just going to keep sharing some comments. This is from earlier. Do you think Fulham can break the record for the most team goals scored in the championship, 108? Chris, that's a great question, and my answer It's going to be one that you might not like. I don't care. I really don't care. Could they do it? Yes. For me, it's about automatic promotion. Then it's about winning the title. And records are nice, but they're not that important to me. They're just not. They're not important to me. But I understand why they're important to many people. Just not to me. I'm a team guy. What I care about is gaining automatic promotion or winning the league. That's just where I am with that what Lee Warner has said. Brilliant win that was tonight. Title winners win matches like that. Lee, that's exactly what I'm saying. We're closing in now. You are 100% right, my friend. Let's see what else we got. We got so many comments. So many comments. We got so many coming in. Let's see what Steve Turner had to share. Tosin for me was outstanding and understated and doesn't get enough praise. Steve, you're right. In fact, I know we don't talk enough about Tosin. And I've seen an improvement with Tosin. Dare I say, maybe Tim Ream has been a good influence on Tosin because I think they work very well together. I think, you know, again, that partnership has really come together. So I'm glad that you've mentioned Tosin. That's very good. Let's see. Let's see what my friend Chris says. Fabio Carvalho, still a future Liverpool player. Chris, let it go. I don't want to talk about that with you. All right, let's see what my buddy Steve Williams Sunday could be today. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see. That's what Dan Mason has to share. Yes, promotion first. Then we can worry about winning the league. Then that's where I'm coming from. Everyone is so focused on winning the league. You know what? I want them to win the league. I think it would be great to win the league. But for me, automatic promotion is the goal. I know people have told me, well, if they get second, then that's not great. I'm like, no, it's still great. It's still great. Maybe they won't be remembered for second because – the winners are, are normally remembered. I'm talking about in football by football supporters. But I don't care. I just want them to win automatic promotion. I want them to win the league too. Okay, let's see. Wow, we got a lot of more comments coming. It's all about Tim ream Look at the love for Tim ream I love it. Let's see. Let's see what Steve also shares. Tosa needs experience. Next one, you are right. Let's see. Steve Reynolds shares, how important, Russ, would it be for you to clinch promotion versus Coventry. I'm not going to say anything about that. We'll worry about Coventry on Sunday. Okay. Alan Purcell is closing in on Fulham's fifth best season ever. Let's see what Neil Simpson shares. Tosin is a great player. Let's see. And Steve Williams says, Autos never remembered playoffs. Okay. <laughs> Phone promoted Sunday with my kids at the cottage. Well, we'll see, Steve. I actually hope that does happen. So many great comments. And let me just share this Let's see what. Comb Bugler says, yes, fantastic ball on the goal, Comb. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Let's see. Giannis, give Mitro a knighthood. I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. So let's see. Let's see what uh, Alan also Tim Ream is God. If not good enough for Prem, I say keep him with Hector. Tim's experience as a premium. Why can't he be player coach? I'm right with you, Alan. I actually like that. I think that's a great idea. Let's see what Stefan also has us here. Nothing earth-shattering as a performance, but we did enough to get the three points. That's the bottom line, Stefan. You know, at this point, you just want to get the three points. That's all you want. You just want to get the three points. And let's see. Let's see. I've not seen the results yet. Giannis, I'm assuming that you're right, and it looks like you are right. Bournemouth lose. So that actually puts a little, I guess you could say, just another little smile on my face. And wow. I was hoping that they'd win tonight. You know, and again, I had doubts about this match because I know how difficult it is to go to Middlesbrough. It's such a long journey, and I want to give huge credit to all the phone supporters that were at this match. That's a huge. Way to go to get there and then come back. Claire Parrish, we were texting back and forth. She went to the match and she's staying overnight. And I, Claire, if you're watching, I I hope you enjoyed yourself. Something tells me that you did. Okay. Well, listen, like I mentioned, this is going to be a quick show. I just want to thank everyone for your comments. So many comments. It's always good to do a show after a victory. And of course, we're going to have another show after the Coventry City match. Wouldn't that be great to get three points against Coventry City? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say anything about that until after the match. All right, last thing before we go, and I'm going to say it one more time, really trying to build up our YouTube channel. So please do subscribe to the Cottage Talk YouTube channel. I would really appreciate it. It will help other film supporters find us. I watch so many YouTube videos and it's it's just too bad that not more fans are following us on YouTube. I, I listen, I follow Mish. they do a great job on YouTube. Why can't you follow us too? Just give us a follow. I would really appreciate it. I'm sure again, uh, you know, you can watch us live on YouTube right after the match. I think it's perfect. Anyways, well, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Cottage Talk. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms supply. See McDonald's.com.